Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, we're having a giveaway in honor of a year of scriptural study. And since we are so happy to hear our listeners participate in our scriptural study, we are giving away a CIFA Bible worth $110 plus tax. This giveaway is open to all listeners and the requirements to enter are to send me an email at, this is one word, cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. Number one, introduce yourself. Number two, let me know how I'm doing. And number three, tell me how you are benefiting from this program. You can be as short or as detailed as you want. And you can also enter more than once. The winner of the drawing will be announced on June 18th, 2022. That's the Saturday. Thank you for being a part of our platform and good luck. Hello everyone and welcome back. Today is June 11th. Shabbat Shalom. There's one thing I want to do that I haven't done in a really long time, and that's praise the most high for us being here. Now, earlier in our lessons, I was doing that. I just want to give him some praise, and I just want to thank him for grace, for mercy, for truth, for love, for life, for he is life. Praise your hallelujah. I just want to give him the glory and the praise for us being here to be able to share this lesson. I am so grateful, Father Yah. Your children are so grateful. We are asking for so many blessings, Father Yah, so many. And you know, and you can read our minds. You're the only one who can read our minds and what's on our hearts. So we are asking you, Father Yah, to continue to come together and for the Ruach to spread and to provide knowledge in order to gain wisdom for our brethren. And I thank you, Father Yah, in Yahushua's name, hallelujah. Now, <clears throat> as we move on to um, Deuteronomy outline number 10, I want to say some announcements, and they're pretty much the same. Um, I am located on three platforms. I am on Apple po uh, Podcasts, I am on Spotify, and I'm on Anchor under the scriptural cliff note sessions we are having a bible giveaway and that's next week we've been having it we've been well uh, we've been advertising it since last month but it's almost here next week so i'm hoping that a lucky person well i'm not hoping but i'm 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 praying that a real deserving person will get this bible and they will not be disappointed this Bible has a lot of the things that I uploaded in it. The Shepherd of Hamas, I mean, all of that. It has it all. 
So whoever gets that Bible will definitely be blessed. Um, like I said, um, send your entry into, and this is one word, cliff note, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. Tell me who you are, tell me how I'm doing and how the platform has transformed you. Uh, meaning, how did you, you know, did you learn anything from the platform? You know, is it um, a benefit to you? And that's what I mean. Um, and that drawing is next week, which is the 18th, June 18th. That is in commemoration of the year that we've been doing online platforms. Okay, so um, let's get into it. Um, we are still in the laws of the Most High. I already told you everything that the Most High says is a law, a precept, a statute, or command. And he is dealing with his children, Israel. He's not giving up on them, and he never did. But he leads them to their own devices when they continue. But this is not the point. But you can see going back and forth and back and forth what they've been doing. So... Like I said, I am reading from the Sefer, but I also back it up with the Amplified Bible. And as you know, you have to be careful because words change, languages sometimes are not deciphered in another language. They make words up. This is why the italics, if you ever looked in the Bible and you see italics, they added those words. So when people say, oh, is the Bible tampered with? Of course it is. Of course it is. If you change one word of what somebody said and it wasn't what they said, it's wrong. And remember, even one word can change the whole meaning of something. So yes, it's Tim, but this is why you have to do some real research. The most high is no fool and not a game. When he sends the Ruach, the truth is the truth. It's going to be what it is. It ain't going to be no falsehoods in the truth. So that's, that's where we coming from. But anyway, let, let's move on and um, know that um, in the book of Deuteronomy is straight up laws, the reiteration of laws. Because if you notice, we also had the laws in Leviticus. You know, it was a little bit of something, something in numbers, but definitely in Deuteronomy. And this is where you can seal that question that looms of who the children of Israel actually are. Because like I said, these churches are saying, oh, we're spiritual Israel. That's bull. This is a device of the devil. You already understand dogma, which is religion, is of the devil. It's a whole mod podge of nonsense. And people are following it. There's a scripture that says there's a there's a way that seems right, but it's going to lead to death and destruction. So people's doctrines are false. We've been going through um, since I started reading the Bible that the Most High only dealt with Israel. So where is it that he's doing all this with a pope, a priest, a, a, a pastor, or whatever else? Oh, where? It doesn't say that anywhere. And as you notice, and as I'm reading it, especially, I am just reading each um, page of Deuteronomy just to let you know, okay? We didn't even go to Cliff Note in Deuteronomy. We're going straight through Deuteronomy 
page by page so you can actually get your Bible and go through this right with me. So that's how much I'm breaking it down. You know, just Deuteronomy and there may be the prophets. I may be doing that like that too because this is how important it is. Your salvation is important. Is the most imperative out of everything, out of anything. The saving of your soul is more important than anything. So that's why we do uh, what we do. Anyway, let's start. All right, Deuteronomy outline number 10. We are still on number three. Now we already did one and two um, back in, you know, last week we did the last one of two, which was 20. And now we're still on number three, moving forward. And it's the explanation of the social laws. Now, you know, like I said before and continue to say, everything the Most High says is a law, a statute, a precept, or a command. And he wants it adhered to. Okay. So we're on F. Okay. We did E last week. Now we're on F. And it will be doing F, G, H, and I. Now, F says, caring for brothers, your brethren um caring for their property okay so um this is important because like i said everything that the devil um everything that the devil does is the direct opposite of what the most high does now the most high is saying caring for your brethren slash neighbor caring for your brethren slash neighbors property now you already know they're brethren because it was the 12 brothers the 12 tribes of israel's all brothers and cousins and extended cousins they're all family that's why you say brethren now think about and i want you to and i'm i'm always going to put a pen in something that strikes me as something that you should know or something that you should keep in the back of your mind always and forever because this builds common sense this builds um discernment who calls themselves brothers in the world i'm not talking about the people who just started calling each, uh, each other brother hey brow i'm not talking about that the people who've been calling themselves brothers since they came here in shackle so that's how you that's how that's another hint okay i can tell you a story <laughs> i'm gonna leave that story but those melanated brothers, this is why the Most High said, because they literally are, okay? Family. So caring for your brother's property, okay? All right, chapter um, 22, one through four. And it says, chapter 22, one, you shall not see your brother's ox or his sheep go astray and hide yourself from them you shall in any case bring them into, bring them again into your brethren. Now, let me, before I continue to read, understand that it's written in old English, okay? This is not Hebrew, because that's not how it's said. It's written in old English, remember that. So they use that because a lot of people cannot transcribe Paleo Hebrew. And when they do, a lot of people can't read it. The average person cannot. So those um scholars quote unquote that have learned to read paleo hebrew 
not the original ones, because like I said, they couldn't. They, they've written it all in old English, so it will sound weird. And sometimes I have to read it two or three times because it just doesn't sound right because we don't speak that way. So we're on verse two. And if your brother be not nigh unto you, or if you know him not, then you shall bring it into your own house and it shall be with you until your brother seek after it and you shall restore it to him again. In like, excuse me, in like manner shall you do with his ass and so shall you do with his raiment and with all lost things of your brothers, which he has lost and you have found, shall you do likewise. You may not hide yourself. You shall not see your brother's ox or ass fall down by the way and hide yourself from them. You shall surely help to lift them up again. What does that mean? It means don't steal nothing that's not yours. That's theft. You know that's a relation to you. You know that's your um, comrade slash brethren slash neighbor. You know that is. Why would you steal their stuff? And you know it's not yours. That's what, that's what this is saying. It's not yours. Now, remember, the Most High is saying, when you get into the land that I promise you, this is what you're not going to do. There's things you're going to do, and there's things that you're not going to do. Write it on a uh, post of your house. Write it in, the, in your house. Tell your children, I need you to make sure that you follow these laws. This is what's happening, okay? So now uh, we're on G, which is cross-dressing between sexes is condemned. Oof, this is a big one, honey. Simply because the Most High said, in the days uh, that follow, in the end times, uh, wickedness is, is going to be considered goodness, and goodness is going to be considered wickedness. So this is one of the laws of the Most High, and this is what it says. And don't forget that, because the devil does. Listen to me. It's only the Most High and the devil. Devils. The devil does everything everything against the most high's laws precepts commands and statutes that's what the devil does and i need you to understand that understand that fully let that become a part of your foundation when you're able when you're you're understanding what's happening in a bible study and you're viewing everything around you because we are in the last days things are not going to make sense but those who are following in this scriptural study, they will understand what it is. Because the Most High said everything, everything, and you know now, everything you must adhere to, my laws, my, my precepts, my statutes, my commands, everything and anything against that is the devil. And I know I keep saying the devil, the devil, but I'm getting ready to do, um, I'm typing up, uh, how the devil fools the whole world now i'm almost finished it so this month will you'll understand okay so this is what it says and this is chapter 22 5 understand that the woman shall not wear that which pertains unto a man neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are an abomination unto yahuwah your elio haka what does that say? And I'm going to read it from the Amplified because you need to understand that everything that's against the Most High's 
laws, statutes, precepts, and commands is of the devil. And you hear the whole world. Now, who's the whole world? The most High say he's against the whole world. If you're a friend of the world, you're not a friend of his. What is the world saying? Oh, yeah, you can dress any old kind of way. You can do anything. What does the most High say? And I'm getting ready to read it again in the Amplified Bible. And I'm going to break it down because it breaks it down in the Amplified Bible. Understand this. It says, a woman shall not wear a man's clothing, nor a man put on a woman's clothing. For whoever does these things is utterly repulsive to the most high, your Elohim. What? What is that? Try going out into the world and telling a man who wears women's clothes he can't wear. Or a, 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 a masculine female. And see what they say. Oh, God made me this way. Well, maybe God did. Your God. But not the most high RL the father of the whole creation, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. I'm going to say it again. Deuteronomy 22.5. No man should be putting on women's clothes, nor should a woman be putting on man's clothes. That is an abomination to the most high. See, people ain't getting it. They ain't getting it. They either ain't getting it, they never read it, or they don't care. I didn't already say what I said, and so did the Most High. Okay? Yeshua in the New Testament said, if you love me, you will keep my laws. What is this law? Don't put on women's clothes, men, and men, I mean, excuse me, and women, don't put on no men's clothes. He said what he said, and he said, heaven and earth will pass away and not my laws. What does that mean? Anything is disposable, but my laws. And he just said, a woman should not put on men's clothes and a man should not put on women's clothes because it's an abomination to him. It's against what he did. If, and let's just say, and I'm going to say this and we're going to move on. If the most high didn't care who was a woman and who was a man after he already made them who he made them, don't you think they would have been born like that? A lot of people say, oh, I was born that way and this and that. Those are excuses. They're excuses. I don't care what nobody says. It is. Because the Most High is perfect. If that was the case, he would have made something that has both sexes, like a frog, because a frog is asexual. A frog can actually lay eggs if it's a man or a woman. There's certain species that could do that. If that was the case, then a man would just be the man, because you know a man has an X and a Y chromosome. He would have just been a man. He would have been complete. He would have been a man, and he would have been having his own babies. But no, the woman has the baby. I don't care what you do to dress it up on the outside. DNA does not change. And I'm just going to say this. If a transsexual, that was a woman. No, that was a man that turned into a woman. Um, say like you have to, uh, say like you had to take a drug test, right? To see if somebody was on drugs and the person who was a transsexual, who was a male transsexual, who identifies himself as a woman will go to take that urinalysis and he gets a woman's um, specimen, they would know it's not his because inside you cannot change. You can change the outside. It's just like sin itself. And it's just like um, uh, uh, lip service. I keep telling the most high, oh yeah, I'm rocking with you most high. And inside is wicked 
and rotten. That's what the Most High says, who is Yeshua in, um, in the flesh in the New Testament. He said, you keep giving me lip service, but I can read your heart and it's desperately wicked. So this is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about human beings, their um, soul and their demeanor. They could be the nicest people on earth. But I'm saying as far as the flesh goes, you can mutilate that flesh and do whatever you want to do that flesh, but it's still what the most high made it. I don't care what uh, the world says, because the most high said that the world is wicked and it come out of the world. If you rocking with the world, then you're not rocking with him. So I don't care what nobody says. People could get mad. They could get glad. They can do whatever they want. But this is truth here. Okay. This is truth. This is just truth. The most I said, he don't want a woman wearing a man's garments and he don't want a man wearing a woman's garments. It's an abomination. It is what it is. Okay. Now I'm on H. Rules for nesting birds, a new house, sewing vineyards, plowing, mixed clothes and garments, mixed cloth and garments. And we're going to talk about that more. Fringes on garments, um, law of virginity for a new wife, Rules of sexual purity. And this is from chapters um, 22, 6 through 30. So now we're moving on. If a bird's nest chance to be, remember I'm reading from uh, the CIFA and I'll back it up by the, um, the amplifier if I need to. If a bird, and I break it down. If a bird's nest chance to be before you in the way in any tree, or on the ground, whether they be in whether they be young ones or eggs, and the dam, which is the bird, the female bird, sitting upon the young or upon the eggs, you shall not take the dam with the young. And that means don't devour everything. Think about today. People are greedy and they self-centered. This is how wickedness is abounded. They'll see something they want. Just say somebody's going hunting. Let's just say hunting because this is not saying hunting. This is just gathering. But just say you go hunting and you see a turkey and you see the turkey and the young. You don't leave nothing. The average person wouldn't leave nothing. If there was no laws that you had to, then they wouldn't leave nothing. They would hoard everything and people would not share. What is the most high's laws? One of the most high's laws is sharing with your brethren. What do they do on earth now? It's every man for himself. This is against the most high's rule. It's only the most high's rule and the devil's abound um, wickedness. So if you're not rocking with the most high, then you're rocking with wickedness. There is no metal because the most high is not going with the metal. You cannot have one foot in righteousness and one foot in wickedness. It doesn't work. So everything that is against the most high's laws, precepts, statutes, and commands is wickedness, is sin. And sin is transgression of the law, which leads to death. And I will continue to say that because people think, oh, well, I'm doing this, but all you butts out there, all you butt humans out there, <laughs> you need to rethink and reprioritize the laws, the statutes, the precepts, and commands, not to fit yourself so that you can transgress and finagle because that's not how it works. You're either rocking with the most high all the way or you're not. Okay, so, but I'm on verse seven. But you shall in any wise let the dam, the lady bird go and take the young 
to you that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days. Why does the most I say that? Because being greedy and gluttonous is sinful. You're going to devour everything that the most high uh, puts here. Devour it for its life itself and all for you. That's against the most high's Lord. So that's why he's telling the children of Israel, no, you're not going to do that. That's what he's telling them. Remember, the most high said the children of Israel are mine and everybody else is spit in the bucket because they sinful. They do exactly what's the uh, direct opposite of what the most high said. The most I said, don't devour the bird and the chicks. The average Hebrew, excuse me, not Hebrew. The average heathen slash pagan would do that because their reasoning will be, well, I got a family. I got to do this and that. But if somebody did that to them, they will go hog wild. Okay, pun intended. Next, verse eight. When you build a new house, then you shall make a battlement, I already told you what that is, a gate, for your roof, some kind of gate or some kind of, um, it's with wood. So you know there's logs in between, so um, you won't be able to fall. And I'll read it through the Amplified so you'll understand. Abatement for your roof that you bring my blood upon um, your house if any man fall from hence. And I'll read it, um, I'll read it here. And it says, when you build a new house, you shall make a railing around your flat roof so that you do not bring the guilt of innocent blood in the house if someone falls from it. So it's like a some kind of railing or gate on top of it so that people won't slip. Verse nine. You shall not, and I need y'all to listen to various verses that, um, and I'll tell you when it's really important because it has something to do with today. Everything that happened back then got something to do with it today. I already told you everything works in a circle. So listen to this. You shall not sow your vineyard with diverse seeds, lest the fruit of your seed, which you have sown and the fruit of your vineyard be defiled. And I'm gonna read it in the um, Amplified and then I'm gonna break it down. You shall not sow your vineyard. You shall not sow your vineyard with two kinds of seed for everything produced by the seed which you have sown and the yield of the vineyard will become defiled and banned for use. What does that mean? The most I said, don't mix seeds. Why would you mix seeds to get hybrids? That's what it is. Listen, the most high made everything good, okay? In Genesis, the most high said everything was good. So if everything is good enough for you, that's what it means. If it's good enough for you, who are you to turn around and say, oh, that's not good enough. I'm going to change it. When you try to um, make something, when you try to uh, develop something on your own, technically you are the God of it. You are the maker of it. So the most high is the maker of the heavens and the earth and whatever um, exists on the earth, even the wicked spirits and all those evil spirits and the, um, the devils. He is the maker of them. But if a human being tries to do something, take what the most high said is good and do it for himself, he's high breeding. What did the angels do when they came down to the human women? They made hybrids. Was it not an abomination? Yes. And the most high got rid of them. 
everything that um, the Most High says don't do and you do is an abomination and the Most High is going to get rid of it and it's going to be counted against you. Not only did the angels come down there and made hybrids, the angels taught humans to make hybrids. And what are the humans doing? Making hybrids. So they want to call themselves gods. And technically, if you do real homework on people, especially doctors and all of that, that's what they believe themselves to be, gods. Because they claim to, um, I could cure this, not cure that. And perhaps they do sometimes using technology and whatever else and cellular DNA and slicing and all that, because that's what they do it. Do they not consider themselves gods? So you're, you're putting yourself up against the most high. This is what the devil did. And what did the most high do to him? Thrash him down to earth. And that's why he's down here fooling people. Oh, I can't wait to finish up this, um, this thing that I'm doing about the devil fooled the whole world. Cause I'm almost finished with it. And I can't wait to lay it on you. Cause this is what humans are doing. The most high said, come out of her, my people, meaning come out of the world. The thoughts, the actions of the world come out because they believe that they as high as the most high doing all this splicing and, and mixing of seeds and GMO and all of that. This is not of the most high because the most high said he made everything good. I need you to understand that. So when you're trying to figure out what's right and wrong, spiritual discernment, learn to develop it. Let the, um, let the Ruach teach you truth then you'll know that this stuff is wrong. It's wrong. I don't care what nobody said. The most high just said it's wrong. No splicing of seeds, no intermingling and all that. It's not, no, no, it's not supposed to be that way. And people just doing it all willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, this is why half of these um, um, fruits and vegetables don't have seeds. That's not um, natural. If you grow in vegetables and fruits that don't have seeds, the most high made it that the way that it can continue its line. And these people are um, intermingling DNA, cellular DNA of plants and humans and they can't, and animals, and they can't reproduce because they're abominations. And people think it's so cute. Oh, look, look at that huskapoodle or whatever it is. They can't produce because they're Frankenstein. Yes, and I'm gonna say that's, that's what it is. But it's abomination to the most high. A Frankenstein cannot produce. And what do you think it's gonna do to real DNA when they consume it? This is why people getting cancer and all that other stuff, we don't even know what's gonna happen with the long term. All this GMO and people not even thinking about that. Oh yeah, it's a better grape because it's bigger and this and that. And then you uh, bite into that grape or open the grape up and there's no seed. Uh-huh. Think about that. Now, I'm on verse 10. You shall not plow an ox and an ass together. And I'll do it. Uh, I'll read it from the Amplified 2 on 10. You shall not plow with an ox, a clean animal, and a donkey, an unclean animal together. So understand that. The children of Israel knew what it meant. That's why. You, you see how the Amplified has to break it down to the pagans? The children of Israel already know what clean animals are and, um, and filthy animals are. And this is supposed to be taught to your children, it's supposed to be passed down, all the laws, the statutes, the precepts and commands. This is why it didn't have to be interpreted like that and broken down to the children of Israel because they already knew this from the Most High. The Most High spoke to them directly and through the prophets that were children of Israel. 
you notice there wasn't other people that was prophets that was not related to the children of Israel. Those are false prophets. Even the ones that was evil was related loosely to the children of Israel. Okay, now we're on um, verse 11. And this is important too. You shall not wear a garment of diverse sorts, sorts as of woolen and linen together. Now I'm gonna read it from the Amplified. And that's 11. And it says, you shall not wear fabric made of wool and linen blended together, a fabric pagans believe to be magical. Uh-huh. So people will walk around and go, oh, this is a linen blend. This is something they put together. And why? Because they believe it to be magic. So what are you doing? Practicing idolatry. You see how intricate everything is? Oh, this is a woolen fabric. If it ain't real wool, don't wear it. If it ain't 100%, don't wear it. Because the pagans made it so that it could be magical. You just read that. And people just don't know why, because they're not doing the homework. If you, the most I say, if you listen to my laws, that means you love me. If you love me, you'll listen to my laws. That's what Yahusha said. But people ain't paying that no mind. They're not paying none of that any mind. People just willy-nilly. If it's not taught to you, then you're doing it in ignorance. But once you learn, the expectation is to do better. Once you learn better, the expectation is to do better. Now, we're on verse 12, 22, 12. You shall make fringes upon four quarters of your vesture wherewith you cover yourself. Men are supposed to wear fringes, but listen. You shall make tassels, which is fringes. Now, the fringes is the Hebrew word, but the tassels is the baby word. Tassels for yourself on the four corners of your outer garment with which you cover yourself. Now, at that time, everybody wore stuff like uh, long, long, long shirts all the way down to the ankles. That's what they was wearing. And that was a man's garment. A woman's garment was a bit different. So there was tassels under there. I wish I could show you a picture of what it looks like, but maybe when we start doing lives and stuff like that, and I mean lives with live videos and people asking questions and stuff, because I could do that now on um, on uh, this uh, platform, and I can pull up a picture so everybody can see. So maybe one day we'll do that. Okay, um, now we're on 13. If any man takes a woman and go into her, and hate her, I'm gonna break this down in a minute, and hate her and give occasions of speech against her and bring up an evil name upon her and say, I took this woman and when I came to her, found her not a maid, meaning a virgin, verse 15, then shall the father of the damsel and her mother take and bring forth the tokens of her damsel's virginity unto the elders, of the city in the gate and the damsel 16 father shall say unto the elders i gave my daughter unto this man to be her woman and he hates her verse 17 and lo he has given occasions of speak speech against her saying i found her not i found your daughter not a maid and yet these are the tokens of my daughter's virginity and they shall spread the clothes before the elders of the city 18 and 
the elders of the city shall take that man and chastise him. And they shall uh, immerse him in a hundred shekels of silver and give them unto the father of the damsel because he has brought up an evil name upon a virgin of Israel. And she shall be his woman and he may not put her away all the days, yeah, all the days. Verse 20, but if this thing be true and the tokens of the virginity is not found for the damsel, verse 21, then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of her father's house and the men of the city shall stone her with stones that she died because she has wrought folly in Israel to play the whore in her father's house. So shall you put every evil from, um, from among you. Now, I'm gonna read verse 13. It should be self-explanatory until I go to 21. If any man takes a wife and goes into her, and that means sex. So if he's taking her, that means he married already. Just ain't going having sex willy-nilly. Think about the world, what's happening today, and think about back in biblical days. Virginity was prized, okay? So listen, if any man takes a wife and goes into her and scorns and hates her and, the charge, and charges her without cause with shameful behavior and public, publicly defames her and says, I took this woman, but when I approached her, I did not find her evidence of virginity. Then the young woman's father and the mother shall get and bring out the evidence of her virginity. I'm gonna tell you that, what that means in a minute. To the elders in the city at the gate where the court is held, meaning um, you go and hold those uh, cases, the father of the young woman shall say to the elders, I gave my daughter to this man as a wife, but he hates her and has turned against her. And behold, he has made baseless charges against her saying, I did not find your daughter, the evidence of her virginity. But this is the evidence of my daughter's virginity and they shall spread out the garment before the elders in the city. Then the elders of the city shall take the man and reprimand him for lying. And they shall find him a hundred shekels of silver and give it to the father of the young woman because he publicly shamed the virgin of Israel and she shall remain his wife, no divorces. He is not allowed to divorce her as long as he lives. But if this charge is true, that the evidence of virginity was not found in the young woman, then they shall bring her out in the doorway of her father's house and the men of the city shall stone her to death because she has committed deliberate sin in Israel by playing the hoe, the prostitute. I say hoe because it's whore in the regular um, scriptures and it say prostitute in the, um, the, um, this book I'm reading, um, in the father's house. So you shall remove the evil from among you. Okay, so um, I'm going to read up to 24, then I'll tell you what it means. If a man is intimate with a woman who is another, no, let me stop first. The woman's uh, proof of her virginity, they lay a cloth down. So the man, when he marries the woman, has intimacy with her and the blood 
goes on the sheets and they hold the sheets. This is how people lie back then. It was like, oh, when they want to make an excuse, most of the time it's a man. When they want to make an excuse, oh, I don't want this woman no more. Now I don't like her personality, even though her body looked good and I used her body. I don't like her personality, so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to lie and say she wasn't no maid so I could get rid of her. And the maid is holding the proof. And she's going to go tell her family. Her family's bringing it up to the elders. That's the police. You know, law enforcement. That's the elders. They go and they show the proof. They the, um, they the police and they the courts. So they looking at the proof and they going, you know, they're going, well, she was a uh, she was a virgin. You're going to stay with her. And if she wasn't a virgin, it wasn't no blood or no sheets, then they're going to kill her for bringing shame to the children of Israel because the females of Israel are supposed to be virgins until they get a man. Okay? but And, and we're going to talk about that later because the 12 patriarchs tells their progeny that they're going to be doing all kinds of sin. Mm -hmm. I already uploaded the 12 patriarchs. So now we're moving on, 22. If a man be found lying, and I'm going to read from the, uh, the um, Amplified so that you understand. I don't have to break it down because we're dwindling on time. Okay. If a man is intimate with a woman who is another man's wife, they shall both be put to death. Uh-huh. Fornication. The man who lay with the woman and the woman. So you shall remove evil from Israel. 23. If a young woman who is a virgin is engaged, legally betrothed to a man, and another man finds her in the city and is intimate with her, then you shall bring them both out of the gate of the city and stone them to death. The young woman, because she did not cry out for help, though she was in the city, and the man, because he violated his neighbor's promised wife. So you shall remove evil from among you. However, if a man finds a girl who is engaged, legally betrothed in an open field or anywhere else, and seizes her, rapes her, okay? That's what he means. Is intimate with her by force, you already know rape, and you know how old that is, men just taking women and raping them, and that never stopped. Then only the man who lies with her shall be put to death, 26. But you shall do nothing to the young woman. She has committed no sin worthy of death. For this is the same as when a man attacks his neighbor and murders him. That's the same thing. When you raping somebody, it's like you murdering them. And literally it is because you damaging their soul so bad that they're gone spiritually. Their soul is gone. Think about people who've been raped, especially when you're a baby. Look how confused you are. You killing, literally killing the soul of that person. Understand it. 27, when he found her in an open field, the engaged girl may have cried out for help, but there was no one to hear and save her. 28, if a man finds a girl who is a virgin, who is not engaged and seizes her and is intimate with her, has sex with her still, right? And they are discovered, what woman is beating a man off her, especially if she's young? And back then people were huge. Who's doing that? Anyway, 29, when the man who was intimate with her shall give 50 shekels of silver to the girl's father, 
and she shall become his wife because he has violated her. He can never divorce her. A man shall not take his father's former wife so that he will not expose his father's wife. Now, I just talked about two sins of the commandments of the Ten Commandments and the Lord's statutes and precepts. You cannot go around just uh, raping people. You can't be you can't be a rapist. You're supposed to be put to death because you are damaging souls. That's what you're doing. We just read that in the scriptures. That's number one. A rapist is a demon. Why are you raping? It's not for sex. It's to damage somebody's soul and to kill them inside. That's what it is. They say power, but that's what power is, spiritual power. Understand that? Rape is a violation that it uh, that should be put to death. The person should be put to death. It warrants death. That's what the most high just said. Okay? That's number one. And then number two, why is this person running around raping people? or people. You're supposed to be getting your own wife. You're supposed to do whatever. Now, nine times out of 10, these people who's raping somebody, either they may be married, but a lot of times they're not. Why are they doing this? It's not for sex because today's time, a man could get anybody, any man. This is how desperate people are today. But I'm just saying, where's the dignity? Where's the righteousness? This is why the most high is setting these laws down. And another thing, a man should not be going having sex with somebody his father his father's ex-wife or the father's wife. Don't go to rape her. You ain't supposed to be exposing your father's ex-wife or your father's wife. That's a part of the um, Ten Commandments. As a matter of fact, that's what Reuben did. The first son of um, Yahusha. I mean, excuse me, um, Yahuda. Yahuda. Not Yahuda. Sorry. Yaakov. Ooh, they call Jacob Yaakov. That's the first son of Yaakov, and he committed a sin. This is why he was removed as the first son. Remember, the first son gets a double portion. And um, Joseph, Joseph, was put there as the first. Understand that. They took um, Reuben down because he went to Bilhah and had sex with her. Okay, for jealousy, because he wanted his mother, Leah, to be the ultimate mother. So he's going to go to one of the concubines and start having sex with her or get in the bed with her and see her naked, whether there was sexual and a sexual act or just being with her, rubbing up against her skin to skin while she was naked. Now, it depends on which book you go to. But in the book of Jasa, Yashir, it says that he found her naked and he started laying with her because um, she was drunk. You see how you see how all the demons get together? The sexual demon, the drunken demon, lust, they all together, all of them. And that's against the laws of the most high. Now, what are the, diff what are the laws that combat that? The fruits of the spirit. They combat those lustful, lascivious laws. That's what you need to understand. Everything that's not a law of the most high. There's a demon, there's an angel and, and righteousness for everything that's wicked. Everything. So understand that. If you're not rocking with the most high, you are rocking with the devil. Whether you know it, you receive it, you believe it, it doesn't matter. There's only righteousness and wickedness on this earth. There ain't no middle. 
All right, and I will quote Yahshua. I wish you was hot or cold, but since you warm, I'm gonna spit you out my mouth. Does that mean that the Most High is rocking with you? No. So now we getting ready to do 20, um, 23. And since we get in a, it's getting ready to cut off, I'm gonna cut it off and we're gonna go to the next um, chapter. So please pick up the link. Okay, now we are on 23. Now, chapter 23, we're on I. We already did F, G, H, and now we're on I. Various laws governing who may enter the congregation, sanitation, slaves belonging to others, prostitution and sodomy, usury, which is actually interest. Okay, usury is interest. Vows eating from the vineyard and field and of another person. And that's chapters 23, 1 through 25. Now, there are some points that I want to get to, like usual. I need you to pay attention to everything simply because all of the things that we do, we do out of ignorance. We do out of ignorance because we didn't know. But now that we're going through the book of Deuteronomy, the expectation is you heard it, you can read it with me, you highlight it in your scriptures and understand that it is against the law of the most high. Because there's also a law that if you know the laws of the most high and you transgress them anyway, knowing that you ain't supposed to do that, it is counted as sin. Because sin is transgression of the law. I don't care how you do it. It's transgression of the law. I don't care how many excuses you make. I don't care how much um, you make up. Oh, this happened, that happened, this happened, that. It's sin, straight up. Okay, now we're on chapter 23. And we're going to start at one. He that is wounded in the stones, and I'm going to read it from, uh, from the um, CIFA and the Amplified. Who is with, he, a man, excuse me, he that is wounded in the stones or has his privy member cut off shall not enter into the assembly of the most high. A bastard shall not enter into the assembly of the most high. Even to his 10th generation shall he not enter into the assembly of the most high. I'm gonna break it down. And uh, Ammoni, or a Moabi, which is an Amorite and a um, Moabite, shall not enter into the assembly of the Most High, even to the 10th generation, shall they not enter into the assembly of the Most High forever. And I need you to know that. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna break it down. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when ye came forth out of Mizraim, and because they hired against you Balaam, the son of Beor, of Pathor, of Aram, to curse you. Nevertheless, Yahuwah would not hearken to Balaam, but Yahuwah Eliohaka turned the curse into a blessing unto you because the Most High Yah, your L, loved you, okay? Now, 
from one to five, I'm gonna break that down and I'm gonna break it down in the Amplify. And it says, he who has been castrated by having his testicles crushed or his male organ cut off shall not enter into the congregation of the Most High. Why? And this is the congregation of the Most High. Who's the congregation of the Most High? The children of Israel. The Most High said he don't want him around. We don't want him around. That's the congregation. Who they call now the church. But you know the congregation was only the children of Israel. It wasn't nobody else. So you can see the, the lies of the world unfurling in these scriptures. The Most High said I don't want him around me. Because where was the congregation congregating? In the tabernacle. That's where the most high was. The most high don't want no sin around him. And it's not even that, oh, I don't want no sin. The most high is so holy that sin can't come nowhere around it. Or it'll disintegrate. I already told you, darkness cannot comprehend light in any way. It will cease to exist. Okay? So understand that. This is why the most high is giving you warning. Because it will cease to exist. Now. A person of illegitimate birth, uh-huh, think about today, no mother and father together. That's illegitimate birth, that's a bastard. Today, the courts have to adjudicate you. What does that mean? You gotta be, you gotta be identified and recognized by the courts as somebody being the father if they ain't come and sign their birth certificate. Understand that. So I'm gonna read it too. And a person of illegitimate, excuse me, illegitimate birth shall not enter the assembly of the Most High. None of his descendants, even to the tenth generation, ah, none of them bastards. That's the truth. Okay, it says that in the regular scriptures, a bastard. But it says here, somebody of a legitimate birth. You see how they try to finagle the words. An Ammonite or a Moabite should not enter the assembly of the Most High. None of their descendants, even to the 10th generation, shall ever enter the assembly of the Most High. Who's the Ammonites and the, um, the Moabites? I discussed who they was. Hold on a minute. Can you give me a, a paper towel? Thank you. Hold on one minute, please. And some cold water, thank you. Oh, I need to take a water break. These lights are so hot. Now, who are the Ammonites and the Moabites? They're Lot's descendants. Remember in Genesis, when Abraham, thank you, when Abraham and Lot, Abraham, um, Abraham is the uncle of Lot. When they, uh, when the Most High destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, well, the angels went to go get Lot and his family so that they could destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Why did the Most High destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Because they was wicked and evil. All the things that the Most High is saying, don't do here, that's what they was doing. Dressing up in men and women's clothes, doing all kinds of stuff. They was having sex everywhere, switching partners. They was um, killing people. The whole um, city was. It was five cities. Don't let uh, these heathens slash pagans tell you it was only Sodom and Gomorrah. It was five cities. They was all wicked. And the Most High cast them down 
with fire and brimstone. But before he did that, he sent two angels to go get, and we already been through this. I'm just giving you a synopsis. He sent two angels to go get Lot and his family. Lot had three daughters. Okay, one, two, excuse me. He had one that died, the other one that stayed, and the two. Four daughters. He had four daughters. Okay, one of them got uh, stoned to death for um, by in the city. The other one stayed with her husband, and the mother looked back because everybody said, "Oh no, she looked back because she wanted to stay in the city." No, she looked back because some of her children were still there. That's why. All right, you see the lies. And then there was two children because the mother turned into a pillar of salt, a mountain of salt, because they was big back in the days. Okay, and when Sodom and Gomorrah, when it rained down on them. The two daughters thought nobody else was in the world because they wasn't in the city where um, everybody else was and they had sex with their father. And this was an abomination. But the most I said, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> was quiet about that, even though it was still a sin, because there's a lot of sins that's going on right now that the most High is quiet about because it's being counted against them. So, you know, that they was cousins of Israel. But because when Israel got out of Egypt, nobody wouldn't help them, not even their cousins, the Moabites and Ammonites. So that's why the Most High said, I don't want them in my congregation because they didn't even help you when the whole world was against you. Uh-huh. So just know that even your family will be against you when all hell breaks loose. I'm going to do a lesson on that. Anyway, okay, verse four, it says, because they did not meet you with bread meaning food and water on a roll as you came out of Mizraim, which is they call today modern day Egypt, but you know Mizraim means bondage. And because they hired somebody to act against you, who is Balin, the son of Beor from Panthor, excuse me, from Mesopotamia to curse you. Nevertheless, the Most High Yael was not willing to listen to Balin, but the Most High, your L, turned the curse into a blessing for you because the Most High loved you. Okay? You shall never seek their peace nor their prosperity all your days. That means don't go to them. Okay? Don't think about them. Don't consider them as an option to anything. Okay? Now I'm going to keep going with the um, Amplified. You sh I'm on 7, 23-7. You shall not detest an Edomite, for he is your brother, that's Esau's descendants, uh, Yaakov and Esau is brothers. Okay, your job is not to hate them, the most, but the most high said he hates them and he's going to kill them all. Okay, but that's not your job. Understand, go to my lesson um, that talks about do your job, because your job is one thing and the most high's job is something totally different. I'll continue. You shall not detest an Egyptian because you are a stranger, an alien and a foreigner in their land. Verse eight, the children of the third generation who are born to the Egyptians may enter the assembly of the Most High. So you see, the Most High say, yeah, I'm gonna welcome them after the third generation, okay? But he also said he's gonna get rid of them too. Anyway, Verse nine, when you go out as an army to fight against your enemies, you shall keep yourselves from every evil thing. If there is a man among you 
who is ceremonially unclean because of nocturnal emission, then he must go outside the camp. He shall not come back in the camp. And that could be anything. Not washing, having semen on him, having uh, poop on him, any, anything. Don't let him come back in. Verse 11. But when evening comes, he shall bathe in water. So the whole day he'll be unclean. And then bathe in water. And at sundown, he may come back into the camp. So if he's ceremonially unclean clean with anything, go outside the camp during that day. At night, this is what I mean. There's, diff there's a difference between day and night. I already did a lesson on that. Because um, today, human beings count day and night as one day, but it really isn't. It's day and then night. That's in Genesis, all throughout the scriptures. But you see the pagans who's ruling everybody today, they lying because they being ruled by the devil and they tell everybody it's one day. Oh, there's 24 hours in a day. No, it's not. It's only 12 hours in a day. Anyway, then they'll come back in the camp. Now I'm on verse 12. You shall not, you shall also have a place outside the camp to go, which you may go. And you shall have a spade among your tools. And when you prepare to, just listen, sit down outside to go to the bathroom. You shall dig a hole with it and shall turn and cover up your waist. That means don't leave your waist out like an animal. If you out in the desert, everybody's out in the de desert, you got to dig a hole, go to the bathroom and cover it up. Verse 14, since the Most High your L walks in the midst of your camp to rescue you and defeat your enemies before you, you see what the Most High walks with the children of Israel? Still now today, angels walk with the children of Israel. Even though things is happening to them, it's angels and shepherds that walk with the children of Israel because the whole world wants to get rid of the children of Israel. And if you don't believe what I say, listen to the shepherd of Hamas. That's what it says. And you just heard what the Most High said. The Most High walks with the children of Israel. Okay, and he walks with them because the enemy, their enemies is everywhere. All right, so I'm gonna read it again. Since the Most High Yael walks in the midst of you, this is verse 14, of the camp to rescue you and to defeat your enemies before you, therefore the camp must be holy, undefiled, and he must not see anything indecent among you or he will turn away from you. Verse 15, you shall not hand over to his master a slave who has escaped from his master to you. Listen to this, because I already told you everything that's not being listed here is of the devil. And the most high is making a rule here and, and people are not listening to that rule. That's of the devil. And it just says, if a slave, if somebody's bond servant runs to you, you will not give them back to that master. That's what it just said. He shall live among you in the place he chooses in one of your cities where he please, where it pleases him. You shall not mistreat or oppress him. Now think about the history of the United States and everywhere else that would that used slavery. Was that was the, the, the slave or the person in bondage able to do that? So with that, you know who the pagans are and who the children of Israel are. Who else in, in history, in anybody's history, did they become slaves for hundreds of years? You know who the children of Israel is. Now I'm on verse 17. 
and this is important, so please understand. Verse 17, there shall be no cult prostitute of the daughters of Israel. Should not be no whores. Now, I'm going to read it from the... Uh, Read it from the regular scriptures. Wait, 17. There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, of Zion. There should be no whores in the daughters of Israel. No hoes in this house. Or a sodomite of the sons of Israel. And I'm going to read it again in the, in the Amplified, and then I'm going to break it down. Verse 17. There shall be no prostitutes in the daughters of Israel, nor shall there be a sodomite among the sons is, um, of Israel. What's a sodomite? Someone who has sex in your bowels, in, your, um, in the back of your um, bum. So what, does, what is that? A sodomite. There shall be no sodomites of the children of Israel. So what did the Most High say? We don't want no sodomites, no homosexuals, they call them today. No sodomites and no whores in the children of Israel. That's 2317, okay? Everything that the devil does is against the laws of the most high. There is no middle laws. I'm gonna say it again. There shall be no whores of the children of Zion. There shall be no sodomites of the sons of Zion. 2317 of Deuteronomy. This is why I need you to understand what the book of Deuteronomy is all about. Verse 18, you shall not bring the wages of a prostitute or a whore or the price of a dog. And what is the dog? The sodomite. Into the house of the most high your L as payment for any vow or a promise. For both of these, the gift of the giver are utterly repulsive to the most high, your L. That's an abomination to the most high. Don't bring no whores and don't bring no sodomites to vow to give to nobody as no gift. Because it's an abomination to the most high. That's 18. You shall not charge interest. Listen to what it says. Because all of these things I'm mentioning, this is what the world is doing, especially to the children of Israel. You see how everybody's doing stuff and you listening to it here and you go, oh my goodness, you ain't supposed to do this, you ain't supposed to do that. But the first thing somebody say who's doing wrong, oh no, I was born like this. Oh, God made me this way. Maybe God made you that way, but not the most high L, the creator of the universe, not the alpha and the omega. I already told you in the fifth heavens, there's gods and lords. And what is in the firmament? Devils, wickedness in high places. They call those laws and gods. So it's wickedness that's doing it. Your God is doing this to you. Yes, your God is, but not the most high, the L, the power. He's not doing this. He's telling you not to do it. He just said it. Verse 19, you shall not commit usury. Okay, that's the, the original uh, word. You shall not lend upon usury to your brother, usury of money, usury of victuals, usury of anything that is lent of usury, okay? Unto a stranger, you may lend upon usury, but upon your brother, 
you shall not lend upon usury. And I'm gonna break it down in the Amplified. That Yahuwah may bless you in all that you set your hand in the land, whether you go to possess it. Now, what does that mean in regular English? You shall not charge interest to your brother, okay? Interest on money, on food, or anything that may be loaned for interest. You may charge interest to a foreigner or a pagan, but to your brother, you shall not charge interest so that the most high your L may bless you in all that you undertake in the land which you are about to enter to possess. Now, think of the children of Israel right now. Every time you go to get a loan, how much is your interest? Nine times out of 10, probably 10 out of 10, you're getting interest in everything you do because the children of Israel don't have that. The most high said that the children of Israel are gonna be the top. They're gonna be lending and they're not gonna be borrowing. But if you don't listen to me, then you're gonna be borrowing. You're gonna be at the end of the uh, total pole. You're gonna be the head, I mean the head, excuse me, the tail and not the head. And people are gonna be charging you interest. That's what he said, if you don't listen to me. But right now, this is the laws. Now I already told you the children of Israel was wealthy. Think of the children of Israel now. They ain't got a pot to piss in the window to throw it out. I, understand, I already told you, understand. If the most I say you don't listen to me, this is what you're going to get. Verse 21, when you make a vow to the most high your L, you shall not delay to pay for it. Most of the time it's to the Levites. Oh, I'm going to pay. Or, or your word is supposed to be your bond. So if you're making a vow to pay somebody back, you're supposed to. It's not supposed to be no contracts. I already told you it's not supposed to be written paper down and all that. That's what the angels came down and taught man. Your word is supposed to be your bond. If you, if you are in the image of the most high, his word doesn't fall down void, meaning his word is his bond. Whatever he say is. So you're supposed to be in the image of the most high. So whatever you say is supposed to be is. You're supposed to hold on to your word. But what's happening today? Because the children don't listen. Even every continent, every country says, oh yeah, I trust you. But trust with verification which is really not trust. Anyway, verse 21 again, when you make a vow to the most high Yael, you shall not delay to pay, for, to pay it, for he will most certainly require it of you and a delay will cause you to sin. Verse 22, but if you refrain from making a vow, that would not be counted as sin to you. 23, you shall be careful to perform that vow, which passes your lips just as you have made a voluntary vow to the most high your L, just as you have promised with your own words, your mouth. If you utter to say, oh, I promise, you damn well better deliver. That's what the most high say. Verse 24, you shall enter your neighbor's vineyard. When you enter your neighbor's vineyard, you may not eat your fill of his grapes, as many as you please, but you shall not put at you. Let me say it again. When you enter your neighbor's vineyard, say like, because everybody had their own vineyard. Everybody had their own um, crops and all of that. So if you entered it, you can eat a grape or two. This is the most high say. You can eat a grape or two. I ain't gonna hold that against you. You can eat as much as you please, but don't go get no basket and start harvesting other people's stuff. That's being a 
into your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat your fill of his grapes. Okay, you can eat them, but don't go get a basket and start shopping. Okay. Verse 25, when you come into the standing grain of your neighbor, you may pluck the ears of the grain with your hand, but you shall not go get a sickle and start harvesting your neighbor's wheat. Who do you think you are? That's being a thief. You can pluck one or two, you know, a few and start chewing on it. But don't you go get no basket and no sickle and start harvesting their hard work. You're being a thief. We already understand that's one of the commandments. Thou shall not steal. All right, grabbing one or two or a little handful. How much is a handful? Probably seven or eight. Now, how much can your hand hold? But if you're going to get baskets and you're starting to shop in somebody else's vineyard and then they crops, you are being a thief, sir and ma'am. And the most high is not going for that. Now, he blessed the ground that it would yield food for humanity, his children. But you ain't going to somebody else's lot and going to steal a stuff and then go home to your own stuff. And nine times out of 10, you're going to get mad when somebody do the same thing you did to somebody else. This will not be tolerated, the most high said. We're not going to tolerate this. So understand these laws that the Most High is putting down before the children of Israel get into the land that's promised to them. Now, these laws will continue until the end, but when we get to 28, when we get to 26, 27, 28, we're going to get some, we're going to get down to some real serious business because the Most High says, here goes some blessings to you. I'm going to bless you before you get in there. Now, the Most High already blessed them. Remember, the angels walk with them. The Most High walked in the midst of them. Okay, when the Most High left, he sent angels down. And they still walking with the children of Israel to this day. I don't care if they went to bondage or law or in any way. It doesn't matter. The angels are still with them because the Most High said to stay with them. And if you don't believe me, like I said, go to the shepherd of Hormoth and you just heard what the Most High said. So, when we get to the promises, because the Most High is going to have blessings and curses, this is when you're going to really know who the children of Israel are. I already showed you who the children of Israel are. I already showed you. I already told you about the bond service, how they're not supposed to be treating them bad and see how they didn't listen. And then they went into bondage and people was treating them bad. The children of Israel don't listen. I already told you this is the beginning of the end because the Most High is laying them laws over and over and over and over and over and over and the blessings and the curses and the statutes and the precepts and the commands and everything and the laws and they ain't listening. And this is why we ended up where we are today. People know who the children of Israel are, whether they want to believe it or not, because the most I say in the later days, the children of earth, not the children of Israel, the children of earth, because the most I say come out of her, the world is wicked. So the children of the world are going to say, when Yahshua come down here and show everybody who his true children are, they all going to look and say, our ancestors taught us lies. Of course your ancestors taught you lies. You know why? Because your ancestors are listening to the devil. And nine times out of 10, the devil is your father. Because the Most High said in the New Testament, who is Yeshua? You are of your father. The devil. He was a liar from the beginning. It's only the truth and a lie. There ain't no middle. 
So if they ain't telling you the truth or the true children of Israel, who they are, then they lying. Because right now, today, as we are living and breathing in real time, they're all false children of Israel. Okay? They're the children of the place. There's biological DNA children of Yahshua. It's running through their veins and people still dispute it. The most I say in the end times, all truth will be revealed. Right now, they unfurling these heathen Egyptian kings and they seeing that their skin was melanated. Hamites. Everybody was melanated back in the days. I already told you that and everybody understands that and knows that. But their eyes will not believe what their minds can't conceive because right now they believe that they the end all and be all. But they don't understand that way in biblical days, everybody was melanated. So right now in real time, they saying, oh, the man looked like he was scared. This, um, this um, documentary, when they start uncovering all these kings and found out they was black, he looking in, how could that be? Damn it, <laughs> Mesopotamia was everywhere. Mesopotamia is the cradle of life. You can keep going on and let the devil and his children fool you. But in the later times, you're going to be singing the song, oh, our ancestors lied to us. This man really believes that the pharaohs and the kings was Eurocentric. The lies of the devil. The devil been a liar. Yahushua said since the beginning. When he bamboozled Adam and Eve. So the world, who are the children of the devil, and not the children of the most high. I already told you the most high said the children are the apple of my eye and everybody else is spitting the bucket. Who Yahshua says come out of the world because the world's wicked. The children of Israel will always be who they are. Whether they scattered, whether they treated bad, all of that. The most high has a plan for each and every one of those heathens, pagans, uh, Gentiles, um, strangers, whatever you want to call them. He got something for each and every one of them. And it's in the, in the uh, prophets. And when we start reading the prophets, you're going to hear it in black and white. You're going to hear it when I start reading it. Because I'm going to read it just like I broke down this book. I'm going to read those books. And you're going to know exactly who's who. This is why all the churches stay away from it. You never heard a church read the prophets. Never. And you already understand that the prophets heard directly from the most high. So when the prophets is telling you that, oh, this land is going to be destroyed, that land is going to be destroyed. This people is going to be destroyed, that people is going to be destroyed. The most high is going to get rid of them. Oh, you'll know. And you'll know by listening to them and find, finding out which land belongs to who originally, who's going to be destroyed. We are reading truth here, people. And if this wasn't true, if this stuff wasn't true and people didn't believe it, the majority of the people wouldn't be reading it. The devil wouldn't build his lies on it. Oh, this is true. Okay. We just got to be patient. Take the fruits of the spirit, be patient and long suffering. The most I said, and I will reward you handsomely. But this stuff got to play out. So with that, I am finished. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can upload 
while you, uh, you can upload that question, comment, or concern onto Spotify. When you go into Spotify and you pick the uh, lesson that you're going to listen to and you scroll down, I have a vignette, which is a little story of what I'm doing. Under that, it'll, it'll have a thing for questions. You can actually type a question in. That's what people do. So you could do that, or you could send me an email at one word, Cliff Note, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, all together at yahoo.com. And you can send those questions along with entering the Bible um, giveaway. Like I said, the 19th of June is our celebratory year of being on a platform. Boy, did that go fast. We actually started in 2020 on Zoom and now we on uh, different platforms. So yes, we are proud that uh, we are expanding. I'm hoping that everybody is enjoying and learning a lot as we keep moving, I'm not gonna tell you nothing but the truth. I'm not against anybody and we shouldn't be. This is what the Most High said. He liberally gives gifts to everybody and that's how we should be. And you see how the law is with you doing your job, the Most High is telling his children, he's saying, don't be mad at the Amorite and the, um, and the Ammonite and the uh, Moabite. Don't be mad at the Egyptian. Don't be mad at this person, you do your job. Don't be mad at the um, Edomites. Don't be angry at them. But the Most High says in the prophets that he's going to kill all of them. So his job is doing what he's supposed to do. And your job is to be loving and respectful to people. That's what your job is. Now, let's think about that. They think about quote unquote Black people. This is what they say about Black people in the United States. Every time one of them get killed, shot, maimed, um, a knee to the neck and die, whatever, however they perish, the first thing the other people, pagans do is run to that Black person and they say, and I'm just calling them Black just for the sake of, that's what they say in the United States. The first thing they do is say, are you going to um, forgive this person? Why do you think the pagans run and ask the Black person who suffered a loss or who has suffered behind the hands of other pagans. Why do you think they ask that? You think they don't know who the children of Israel are? They don't ask nobody else. They don't ask no other nation that. Why do you think they keep doing that? It's not because they quote unquote religious, it's because they're the children of Israel. You think the devil don't know who the children of Israel are? Why do you think they keep doing that? Oh, did you forgive that person? And then the quote unquote black person will go, oh yeah, I forgive that person. Listen, your duty, your job, children of Israel, melanated children of Israel, I ain't gonna call you black because black is a social construct, black and white, ink is black, paper's white. This is a social construct made up by pagans who is directed by the devil. We're not gonna go there. These people are melanated, okay? There's no such thing as black and white. Like I said, the melanated children of Israel, because they are original children, everybody who's the original, everybody who are the original people of this earth, the indigenous people of this earth are of color. They are melanated. Their skin is melanated. I don't care where they moved, where they flew, where they walked, they're the original children. And that among those original children, because there's Hamites, Japhethites, 
and Shemites. The children of Israel are Shemites, not Semites. Shemites, the progenitor of Shem. Shem is the progenitor of the children of Israel. Okay? Those are the melanated ones, not colorful. Because actually, people who don't have color are colorful. Because you can see red, blue, green, all of that in them. We are melanated, kissed by the sun. Okay, we nurture our third eye, our spiritual third eye with the melanin that we have inside of us that covers us. Okay, this is science. It's not calcified like non-melanated people. We are already higher beings. I'm not trying to separate nobody from nobody. I'm telling you science straight up. A scientist discovered this. Your third eye is not calcified, children of Israel or melanated people, not unless you do it yourself. Now understand that as we continue to move through the book of Deuteronomy, understand who the children of Israel are and who they're not. Now I thank everybody for being here. I'm glad that you learned something. Be grateful that the Most High loved you enough to send somebody to teach a Bible study. I'm grateful to be teaching. I'm grateful to learn from the most high in the Ruach what the truth is. Now, remember, I told you when I first started learning the truth, which was years ago, I cried like a baby because I was like, I can't, we, can't, we can't be that dumb. We can't be that crazy. We can't be that stupid to have the most high, the creator of the universe, and we just acting like fools everywhere. Yep, that's us. We're satish, just like the most I said. We're a bunch of dummies. We want everything everybody else got, but we got everything that anybody wants. We got it. Everything. And we still want other people's stuff. <sighs> Children of Israel, get it together. I thank everybody for being here. I want you to um, enjoy your Shabbat. I will see you next week. Next week is chapters 24 and 25. As we continue to move on, we will get to the blessings and the curses and you will know exactly who the children of Israel are and you will understand all the wild and crazy things that the world is doing that's against the word of the most high. Now you didn't hold, heard two important ones about dressing, uh, cross-dressing, that's what we call it today, and about sodomy and prostitution. Children of Israel. The devil in this uh, uh, late time, he is throwing the last of his cards in. And that's the prostitution and the sodomy. Okay? And the mixing and all that. The devil is playing his hand, honey. He is struggling in this poker hand. But the Most High is going to win. Okay? The Most High said he is the Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. The Most High is going to win. We already understand that. We know that. But right now, the devil is running them up, and he is ruling through his children and his followers. That's what he's doing. But he's not going to win. So with that, I say, I hope that this lesson edified you. Stay tuned. Our platform is growing. And thank you for being here. And with that, I will say, until next time. Hi, we have a new email address. 
and it's cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. Cliffnote, one word, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, or even let me know how I'm doing. Thank you. If you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.